Hey, this is Mark. And this is Jay. We just want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of NerdCage Live. And be sure to tune in to our live show on YouTube every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh-uh. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Happy holidays and hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in nerd cage live this ain't just a reaction show but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and i tick so thank you for joining us tonight please hit that like button and subscribe i'm your co-host jay saint g coming to you live from syracuse new york and always with me the warrior from wakanda the fiend from louisville my man mark withers what's shaking what's going on guys super excited to be here as usual and yes Tonight's episode is going to be focused on the 50th anniversary of what is considered by many to be Clint Eastwood's best role. Of course, I'm talking about Dirty Harry. Now, Jay, I know that you did a marathon watch of all the Dirty Harry movies this week. I rewatched the first one. How do you feel about this movie 50 years later? So Dirty Harry is one of those movies that my dad used to like let me watch with him when my mom wasn't home. However, all the years I've been watching these movies, I've seen them on TV. So this was actually my first time seeing them in its pure theatrical form, uncensored. And I ain't gonna lie to you, man, I was a little shocked because it was very graphic, more realistic than it needed to be. That's not a bad thing. In a lot of ways, this was the first of its kind in terms of the level of violence in the movie and the nature of the main character, Harry Callahan. The interesting story behind that is that this movie almost didn't get made because that was the case. This movie was based on a screenplay that was written in the late 60s called Dead Right. Harry Callahan was meant to be an older, hardened, seasoned cop who had had enough of the system and was willing to go around the system to do whatever he needed to do to catch criminals. That eventually evolved into a younger version of the character Clint Eastwood made a living doing westerns. And by the time the 70s kicked in, you're talking about an era of like darker films, like I Spit on Your Grave, The Exorcist, et cetera, et cetera, where movies really started going more art house, more gory, more graphic. And it's like, well, what's next for Clint Eastwood? And comes Dirty Harry. And basically what Dirty Harry did, not only for Clint Eastwood, but for Hollywood, is that it gave birth to what we know now is the modern day action hero. You mentioned Clint Eastwood in this role, and the interesting thing there is that he was literally the last person on a long list of actors that the studio wanted that all turned it down because the subject matter was a little too gruesome. It just happened that after Paul Newman turned the role down, that he recommended Eastwood, who was actually making his own film at the time, played Misty for me. What makes this movie great, and this is why I think this is the best Dirty Harry movie, is the story, the world building, and of course, it's a character-driven movie. Yes, Callahan is a very despicable person. However, 
You want him on your side because you know he'll do whatever it takes to get the job done and to put these criminals behind bars, whatever it takes. Absolutely. So what are some of your favorite scenes from the movie? Okay, I got two for you. Even though I felt like it kind of didn't really serve the story too much, is when he was rescuing the jumper, the guy that wanted to kill himself on the rooftop. Just the way Carrie went on about it and just told him like, do you know what's going to happen when you jump? <laughs> and tell him all these gory stories. And then he just knocked the guy out and then kind of dragged him. I love that scene. And of course, the scene at the stadium where he busts the guy and kind of tortured him as he was making his arrest. That criminal deserved it. And it was pretty satisfying to watch. Absolutely. I have two favorite scenes. When the APB is put out on Scorpio and no one has seen him, they only have his description. And so when a guy fits a similar description, Harry goes and like follows him and then looks in his window and winds up like seeing him and his girlfriend in like sort of compromising position. And then all, all these old men like start beating him up like because they think he's a pervert. They think he's a peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> then the other one is probably one of the best known scenes from the movie, which is uh, when Harry goes and he foils a bank robbery, one of the robbers is on the ground and there's a gun next to him. And he like gives that very famous speech. I know what you're thinking and all this excitement. Did I shoot six shots or only five? Are you feeling lucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's what we're talking about. The birth of the modern day action hero. You get these famous one-liners and look, Clint Eastwood's no Schwarzenegger or Stallone, but he's still a larger than life man at that time. I mean, you're talking a man that's over six foot tall, intimidating, very alpha male, you know, like the birth of the action hero. He paved the way for Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis. He paved the way to what we know, like Bad Boys, Lethal Weapon, Another 48 Hours, you know, pop dramas like that. Action movies that we know today definitely ripped the page off of Dirty Harry. Some of my favorite characters across cinema and TV ever was because of Dirty Harry, like Vic Mackey and The Shield. And of course, a beloved character we just covered recently, Alonzo from Training Day, clearly ripped the page off of Dirty Harry. So like I said, Dirty Harry may be tame compared to other cop dramas and action movies to today's standards, but what it paved the way for, there's no denying that it's the one that set the tone and that's what I can appreciate about it. Solid eight out of 10 for me. Mark, what about you? I'm gonna go ahead and give this a 7.5 out of 10. On a rewatch, I didn't quite enjoy it as much as I did when I was younger. It had some pacing issues. It felt a little over long in parts, but that said, Clint Eastwood delivers a fantastic performance. And also we got a shout out Andrew Robinson as Scorpio. He was absolutely fantastic. And that was his first film role. A lot of people don't realize that. The cast did a great job. And I have to recognize this as one of the first, if not the first crime drama of its time. And before we end this episode, I just want to shout out the whole entire franchise and just rank them really quick. So I think number one has to be Dirty Harry. Number two would be the second movie, Magnum Force. They turned up the action, very intense, where he's fighting crime within the own department. Third, I'd have to rank the fourth movie in the franchise, the only one that was written and directed by Clint, Sudden Impact. I love how the story went with the woman that was struggling with all the bad things that happened to her and the revenge spree that she goes on. Very well done. You can make the argument that one's the best one. Plus, we get another great line. 
go ahead, make my day. My fourth favorite one I'm gonna have to say is The Enforcer. The one thing I do appreciate is as the movies go on, Dirty Harry gets a different partner. This time he gets a female partner. The action is amped up, but I think the story is weak. And then my least favorite, which I would definitely say is the Rocky Five of the franchise, is the last movie, The Deadpool. Definitely a disappointment. Had some great moments. My favorite partner, his karate partner there, definitely hands down his best partner in the franchise, but the Guns N' Roses and all that, for me, it just felt so out of place in the franchise. And I just think it's weak compared to the other films. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that list 100%. Before we go, we previously asked you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, run that shit like syphilis to USA. From Syracuse, New York, to Louisville, Kentucky, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live. As always, enjoy life, stay safe, and remember, Die Hard is in fact a Christmas movie. Ooh, trying to get out of the Nerd Cage, are ya? Well, before you go, Hit that subscribe button! And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell! Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>